Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to From the Newsroom, a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. The following are articles from the Monroe Evening News, forerunner to the Monroe News, from February 1920. The semi-annual inspection of the Monroe County Jail was made Wednesday by the County Board of Jail Inspectors, consisting of probate judge Carl Frankie, County Probation Officer George Eisenman, and County Superintendents of Poor Bert J. Nichols, John Leppel, and Thomas Smith. The jail was found in very good condition, and this is the first time in many years that the board has not recommended the building of a new jail. A number of improvements have been made in the past six months, such as installing new toilets and bathtubs. The inspectors found that 144 prisoners have been confined in the jail in the past six months, of which 10 were female prisoners. Some of the crimes committed this six-month period included violating liquor law, disturbing muskrat houses, contributing to the delinquency of females, indecent language, bigamy, drunk, driving cars under the influence of liquor, larceny, forgery, and insane. Sheriff Barely, Deputy Sheriff Metz, and Castro raided a house on East 3rd Street Wednesday and confiscated 50 gallons of raisin mash, 3.5 gallons of white mule whiskey, and a still. The owner of the house, a paper mill worker, was arrested and brought to the county jail. The raisin mash, white mule whiskey, and still were brought to the jail. The still was found under the kitchen floor and was not in operation at the time of the raid. The homeowner was bound over to the circuit court and bail placed at $300. Although he is still in charge of the office, at least he was at 3 o'clock this afternoon, Joseph Barely is no longer sheriff of Monroe County. His removal was affirmed by the state Supreme Court in Lansing late Friday afternoon. According to Barely's attorneys, no further effort will be made to retain the office. The Supreme Court's removal writ has not yet been served, and until it is, Barely will remain in office. Barely's removal grew out of charges preferred against him by State Food and Drug Commissioner Woolworth and Assistant Attorney General Thomas Bailey. The charges were to the effect that Barely did not enforce the dry laws, that he sold liquor confiscated from the liquor violators to several drug and food inspectors, and that he released several prisoners without authority. Concerning one of Monroe's latest factories and the output, one of Detroit's papers has this to say, The Detroit Transportation Truck Company of Monroe has begun the manufacture of Detroit trucks at the rate of one a day, and within a few months expects to increase its production considerably. At present, the company is manufacturing one-and-a-half-ton trucks. The cars are built according to standard specifications. Chief among their features are Continental Red Seal Motors, Detroit Gear Company Transmissions, Detroit Pressed Steel Company Frames, and Russell Wheel Axles. The entire output for the insuring year has been sold. There will be two Detroit models on view at the Detroit Automotive Show. A stripped-down chassis and a truck complete with all equipment will be shown at the exhibit. Within a month or two, the factory will begin the manufacture of three-and-a-half-ton trucks. Michigan is going to have a teacher shortage next year. Low wages is the cause. Detroit, Battle Creek, Highland Park, and Jackson are to have the cream of the graduates from the normal colleges. Why? Because they pay teachers more than janitors get here in the capital. School boards of the state have awakened to the shortage. They are writing to the State Department of Public Instruction for aid, counsel, advice, and names and addresses of teachers for the next year. 
The educational department of the state is advertising higher pay and retaining all teachers possible. And finally, the only sure cure for the flu is asserted to exist at the famous Pasteur Institute, where doctors are now perfecting a vaccine called Type B, which is expected to definitely rid the world of influenza epidemics. The vaccine, which contained 14 billion dead bacilli per cubic centimeter, can be used both for cure and prevention, one injection per day from one-fourth of a cubic centimeter on the first day to two cubic centimeters on the fourth day when the danger point is passed is held sufficient to cure the flu, as well as the resistant bronchial pneumonia, except in the most severe cases. You just heard some of the headlines from February 1920 in the Monroe Evening News. For today's headlines in audio format, listen to Monroe in a Minute at noon, 3 and 6 p.m., Mondays through Fridays, on Rewind 94.3. Audio production by Paula Wethington for the Monroe News. This has been a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. Find us online at www.monroenews.com, on social media at Screen Name Monroe News, and in print seven days a week.